Um, I made a dope-ass uh, smoothie today. Hey, guys, welcome to our food review show. Uh, FeatureCast has decided so- to branch out. We're going to be talking exclusively <laughs> about smoothies. We're going to be called Smoothie no. Sessions. You know, you just missed such a good pun. We're going to branch out. This is a podcast all about trees. Mm. Mm. Okay. Tree cast. I like it. Hey, guys, we're going to be talking about our top 15 Wait, movies. if we call it Hello? tree cast, it just sounds like we're just, like, getting fucking baked. Well, I mean... This is tree cast coming to you live at, uh, for... Special guest every episode, Doug Benson, everybody. <laughs> oh my god, I'd be so down for this podcast. Hey, Doug Loves Movies I mean, is a podcast that Doug Benson does. Do you know that we love movies? We also, we do that. So, David, what are we talking about today? Because I was gonna intro it, but then you cut me off with a weed joke. So, this is gonna be our uh, top our top movies of uh, 2017. I know yep. we're almost halfway through 2018. <laughs> Not quite. But, uh... Pretty close. We're a third of the way through it. Yeah. Um, there were there were a couple of movies that we wanted to see that came out that we wanted to make sure we watched before we made this list. And there um, might even still be movies that I wanted to see last year that I haven't seen yet, like Phantom Thread. You haven't seen Phantom Thread yet? No. What it comes out in three days though. So fake fan, fake movie fan. It's fake news. Um. So yeah, uh, instead of just doing a top 10, we're going to do a top 15 with up to five honorable mentions, so a total of maybe 20 movies. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a lot. So, uh, roll that intro. Recorded from deep within the Great Lakes of the Internet Live, two men buried under bad movies and popcorn try their best to survive. How long could that possibly last? Find out as you join Ethan and David in this episode of Feature Cast. We're just getting into it. We're getting our hands dirty. We're dipping our feet fully into the pool. Get these, you know, those toes, they say, dip your toe into the pool. No, 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 no. no. I'm dipping my entire body. I forgot to push record. David? I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> you. Call back to 2017 when I didn't push record for that entire episode. Um. <laughs> so let's so, start off with some honorable mentions. Uh, oh, yes. These Here's ones, what we're going to do, though. No particular it, order for it. Like, we could have made it a top 20, but I don't know. It, they're all kind of in a limbo state of, like, they're all good. Yes. Uh, well, I think what we're going to do, though, is just, just so everyone's clear. Let's say I name a movie that falls higher up on your list we're gonna just kick it down the road and talk about it when it falls at its highest position um Mm -hmm. just so yeah yeah uh should we just yeah so basically the way if uh let's say um the boss baby is my number one movie but it's david's number two movie we would would never put boss baby as my number two everyone knows it's number one it's number one boss baby number one boss baby for life uh oscar nominated boss baby yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah let's just let's just shoot through some uh some honorable uh, mentions yeah so do we just want to just throw them all out there at once or uh yeah let's i mean we can go one for one um i think we're gonna have a few lineups. so i put baby driver as one of my honorable mentions as did i uh it's got a lot of very very strong technical achievements in it um it is the story is kind of eh. Um, some of the performances are kind of eh, um, but you have a master behind the lens, 
by by Edgar Wright. <laughs> so it's still a very fun movie to watch. Yeah. Um, multiple viewings. I saw it a bunch of times. Uh, fair warning. It's a little weird to watch now that one of the guys was a did some ba- did a bad touch. He did a bad touch, uh, and and it's kind of weird to watch it now because I'm like, I mean, oh, I, think, I don't want to see he, you. Bad, I think you can bad say boy. his name. Like, what if nobody knows and they watch it and they're like, what did John Ham do? Hey, get get that slander out of here. <laughs> the person that Ethan is referring to is Jamie Fox. Obviously. No, listen. <laughs> Mike Myers. No, he wasn't in that. Yeah, it was. Well, not... Okay. So, what's your... Uh, oh, wait. We both had ba- uh, Baby Driver. I yep. think another one that we both had on our honorable mentions is uh, Brigsby Bear. Yes. Oh, yes. delightful. Absolutely another delightful. Just, it's a really happy movie. The only thing that kind of kept it out of my top 15 is that I don't think it goes... It's, it's, a, it's a weird complaint. I don't think it goes heavy enough in, like... In some of the emotional spots. In some of the emotional spots, and just, like, the severity of what actually happened. Yeah. Uh, Something, like, like... I feel like they, t- like they took a super serious topic and just, like, kind of were like, oh, it's not that bad of a crime, because yeah. he cared. It's it's and something like, that's also, like, um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt does a lot better at having those super, super heavy undertones while still playing a very happy... Um, story. I just feel like the villain of the movie, I feel like, at the end of the movie, is, like, forgiven. And yeah. I don't, think, I don't think that's how it should be portrayed. Um, hey, let's talk about that hit movie, Coco. That was really good. Another movie I still have not seen. I started it the other night, and I was just really not feeling it. I don't know. Um, really, really good. Very beautiful movie. Uh, there are some... some Emotional moments that is not unusual for a Pixar movie. Um, yeah. And it gets to the point where, oh, cool, here's the emotional part of the Pixar movie. Whether you're you invested or not, it's still, you, you see that it's an emotional moment. You know what's really weird is if you look at like the past three like Pixar movies, mm-hmm. uh, Frozen, uh, Moana, and now Coco. Okay, yeah, so you listed one Pixar movie. Oh, that's why we do a movie podcasts. Uh, because you're uh, fucking amateur. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say though, it's 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 really interesting to me because like, okay, Frozen, Let It Go, everybody knew the song, yeah. right? Uh, Moana, several songs, everybody. Can you name, even can you if name you didn't one? see, uh, you're welcome. Yeah, but do the thing first. <laughs> say say what? the say the song, and then then you can say you're welcome. Like, I haven't thanked you because you haven't completed your task. No, it's a song. I get it. I was trying to make a joke. Oh. Because we want to have a fun, engaging podcast. Oh. But if you don't want to do that, we don't have to. I, was, I, th- I, th- I didn't think you actually knew You're Welcome was a song. Yeah, it was It was sang, sang by a big old rock. Ah! Yeah. He's a, he's a little pebble in that movie. But then you get, like, Coco. Mm-hmm. I can't name a single, mo- a single song for that movie. Remember Me. It, it sing won, sing a line. Uh, though I may be gone, remember me. That's not a line. From that is a line. You're from lying. It. But like, I don't hear people sing that song. Like you, like with like Frozen, like Let It Go. You could like go into a mall and like people would be singing it everywhere. Yeah, it's not one that's like on the like, radio. <laughs> yeah, like just no, like I I just haven't heard like anything about it. 
Uh, it won an Oscar, so. I, well, I, so did Suicide Squad, but, like, <laughs> you know, that's, um, you know. another, another animated movie I got on my list, uh, for honorable mentions, Lego Batman movie. Really good, can't believe this came out in 2017. It right? feels like it came out four years ago. Yeah, it came out in March. It, it's, it's really, we had two Lego movies in 2017. Yeah, and one was good. <laughs> It was Lego yes. Batman. That was the good one. Oh no, no, no. Lego Ninjago is actually making oh, my top fifteen. Ooh, yes. Ooh, ooh. Sp- spoiler ooh. one. It's number three on the list. It's number three. It goes Lego Ninjago. Uh, what's a good number two? Boss Baby number two. Boss Baby number two, and then number one, it's Monster Truck. Duh. Monster trucks. <laughs> Duh. Good. Uh, okay. This this car is a squid powered. Squid power. I got a squid power car. Hey, Lego Batman movie, super, super fun, uh, super. wonderful sense of humor, great animation, one of the best Batman movies as of late. Uh, and also, like, my biggest Oscar snub. Yes. Yes. As far as, like, nominations go. Yeah. Um, so, one on my list that's very similar to Coco and Lego Batman is uh, Mother. Is it similar? Is it similar? Super you know, similar. I was thinking about it, I don't know if that one is similar. Uh, it's basically the same thing. Mm. Uh, mm. So Jennifer Lawrence, Javier Bardem. Yeah. Uh, really good, really weird, really, really weird. Really weird. Yeah. Uh, Super weird. Uh, I just think it's based just a on f- a uh, a fever dream that Darren Aronofsky had. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's a fascinating movie. Um, nothing where like. If I'm, like, with a bunch of friends... Actually, maybe I would put this on with a bunch of friends. I don't even know. Just to fuck with them? Just to show... I, I, I think it's just a movie everyone has to experience. And that's why I always try to tell people to go watch it. Yeah. Whether you I love don't it know or you I, hate it, you still I don't, yeah. watch it. I think, I think uh, the vast majority of people won't like it. Mm-hmm. But I think the vast majority of people should at least see it. I think it's just, like, such an experience. Hey, it's just so crazy. I got a movie that not a lot of people saw. What's that? Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, closing out people. closing out the Monkey Trilogy, the new yeah. Monkey Trilogy. Uh, this is a movie that just came in a weird time for releases. It really did. Uh, still, still a good movie. Still a good watch. Um, not as good as Dawn. Dawn, no. and not different enough, but still good. Yeah, I just think it was a. Uh... Like a few other things that didn't make my list, it was just because due to false expectations. I think yeah. when you name something War of the Planet of the Apes, and there's maybe a baby battle that's like off camera. A baby battle is that the sequel to Boss Baby, where he <laughs> goes to war, <laughs> where Alec Baldwin as a baby there, invades There's Poland. just a big old battle of the babies in this battle movie. Battle of it's, the babies. It's really weird. It's just like a lot of infants just crawling. Um. Did you hear that? No. Oh, there was a big-ass truck with a huge base that just drove past. Oh. Uh, well, speaking of a big old truck with a whole lot of base. Ooh. Uh, monster trucks. <laughs> no. no. Uh, Detroit. Oh, is that uh, your other honorable mention? That's another one of my honorable mentions. Okay. No, I was actually just wanting to talk about the city. Uh, like uh, the, the city. You guys ever heard of the city? Uh, the Windy... City, unless that's Chicago. That is Chicago. Yeah, whatever. Same thing. Uh, 
No, hey, Detroit. Also, uh, did, quick correction: Monster Trucks did come out in 2016. So did it really? Yeah, it did. Oh, holy shit! So sorry about that goof on our on our end. Well, now I have to yeah, rewrite it, my list. Did, I, did you just fact check my Monster Truck joke? Well, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, now hold on. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Oh shit. Uh. You better write so an apology to the people. Wide release was January thirteenth, twenty seventeen. Okay. You motherfucker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fact I, check was, me. Listen, I just want to be accurate here about monster trucks. I don't want to lead you... people astray. On I, the know movie Lucas, I know my Lucas. I know my Lucas Till trucks. movies. Don't try to. Don't try to come at my Lucas Till fanboy club obsession. Well, I'm just. I. You know, Derek. Derek Connolly is such a good writer when he wrote uh, that movie. Chris 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 Reg, as you know, directed it. Uh, so back to the actual honorable mentions. Detroit. Did you have, have you still not seen this? Uh, nope. Just no desire to or no. Uh, really intense. So going into Detroit, I thought it was going to be uh more of a wide focus on the actual like riots everywhere. Yeah. But what this movie is, is a laser focus on a single event in one building. And as soon as this movie, actually like 10 minutes after this movie starts, because the first 10 minutes is like a, what feels like a weird, like mini documentary. Yeah. Wow. That was a weird pronunciation. (laughs) Documentary? But but then it it jumps into this uh, event that happens at the Algiers and it is just, it is terrifying mm-hmm. and it's just it Catherine bigelow is such an underappreciated director i appreciate um, her i think she's real good don't see her real... movies really <laughs> 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 but she is fantastic and this movie is really good it's just it's one of those that's very it's gonna be very hard to go back into it okay um yeah so this is kind of a one watch kind of thing yeah gotcha. and yeah um, hey, I think. What it, is your? Is it, is it time for our uh, for our top fifteen? Oh. No, no, no. I still have one more, and that is another movie you have not seen, starring your boy Vince Vaughn, and that is Brawl in Cell Block ninety nine. Oh shit! How was it? Uh, it's it is <laughs> it's uh it's it's a little weird, but but like the fight scenes are like in in a year where we got Atomic Blonde, John Wick two. I think this movie stood out for the best fight scenes. Damn. Uh, they just felt so raw. Like like the movie Raw. Oh, I didn't actually I haven't seen that yet. Um <laughs> but like seeing Vince Vaughn as just like a hulking like monster, it's it, it it's just it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but like some of the things I saw in this movie I I'll never unsee. Uh it's just the, the director also did a movie called Bone Tomahawk, I think like two years ago or so, which also had it, it's a Bill it's, Pullman. Is it yes, it? yes. Um, it's a it's a horror western, and yeah, some of the things brutal. I saw. Did you see that one? Yeah, yeah. Some of the things I in that movie, I will never unsee. I don't know. It was the uh, same director. Now I might need to watch a Vince Vaughn movie in 2018. Yeah. That's a thing I might have to do. Yeah, but weird. Definitely, definitely not for the the faint of hearts. But uh, 
It is definitely I mean, that's an how experience. I describe most Vince Vaughn movies. Yeah, yeah uh, the lost, <laughs> the, the lost world. So hey, uh, <laughs> it's time for that top fifteen. We got numbers in in this bitch. Yes, we do. Uh, who do, do you want to do you want to kick it off or do you want me to kick it off? You can kick it off. How about you? Uh, just yeah, you can just kick it off. I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna kick it off. Go, just kick it off. All right. Here's me kicking it off. Uh, the joke <laughs> was that I kicked my microphone. Um, <laughs> that was. That was so good. <laughs> that was. Listen, can we just not, not can we repeat that just in case it doesn't didn't get picked up on audio correctly? Yeah. Uh, go kick it off, Ethan. Just I'm kick it off. Kick it off. Uh, can we just be quiet for this part so I can get it like a really clean? Cut yeah, yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah. hey yep. guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off this podcast. That was so good. Oh my god. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do they give Oscars to podcasts for fully work? Well, they do now, because <laughs> nothing can compete with that. Oh right man, there. I don't want to be this close to my mic. My foot just touched it. <laughs> it's weird. So, what is your number fifteen number... out of the, all the movies that came out in twenty seventeen? Which one are you definitively saying was your fifteenth favorite movie of the year? Personal right shopper. Right in stone. Crave it. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, it was personal shopper. Oh shit. Okay. Um. Did you did you see this? No, I haven't. I haven't finished yet. Please, no spoilers. Oh, uh, yeah. It turns out they're all they're all frogs at the end of the movie. Oh my god! It's it's the prequel to Princess and the Frog. It's the yes. I couldn't think of a better joke. Uh, personal <laughs> Shopper is a supernatural psychological thriller with some yeah. with some fashion. Uh, it's kind of, kind of a weird movie to describe it, like, <laughs> well, okay, yeah, I'm gonna describe it as sorry. moody. It's very moody. Uh, it's Christian Stewart being moody. Um, how many moods? Huh? How many moods does she experience in the movie? A couple of moods. A couple Ooh, of moods. so, so more than normal. Listen, <laughs> Christian Stewart does a really, really powerful performance in this. Uh, I think it's my favorite role that she's done. Um, Interesting, really. Yes, hmm. really, really good. Um, I actually like Kristen Stewart in a few things. Me too. Um, so this one is she's kind of wandering around a little bit. Um, well, she's a personal shopper. She's a personal shopper and a medium. <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of a weird. Combo. I just want to see like the rest of her resume. Like, <laughs> like what does she tell people when she applies for a job? Well, I've been shopping for people. And also, a, uh, you know, a psychic median. Um, uh, yeah, honestly, this is a movie that I don't know how to tell people about. Just watch it. <laughs> yeah, I guess is the best way. Well, who's um, it, who's it directed by? I know that their their uh, their list of work is also. Well, listen, I, th- uh, I I have been practicing how to say their name, uh, just to did, make uh, sure. Uh, Olivier, Asier. Asio? Also, Fuck, I don't know. Like Carlos, right, or something like that? Uh, big thing that they would God, probably so be smart. known for is... Klaus Sills, Maria, and Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. Both, We're... actually all three are uh, Criterion Collection movies. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, if you had to compare this to any other movie that more people would probably know... 
I don't. What that was? That I don't was... think. I don't think this type of movie gets a lot of wide attention. <laughs> well, you know what's weird is is this next movie I'm about to say is also going to be very uh, uh, very very different. So my number fifteen mm-hmm. is a ghost story. Mm. Kind of similar. Yeah, oddly enough. Yeah. Uh, does your did does personal shopper have a uh, five minute pie eating scene? You know it doesn't. That's the thing. That's the one thing I thought it was missing. Um, <laughs> it does so, have Christian Stewart's boobers. Boo- 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 oh, interesting. I'll have to uh, finish that movie then. Um, it's pretty early on. <laughs> oh, it is in a doctor's office. With <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not sexy boobies. Oh, well, okay. So a ghost story is. It's a very abstract film. I feel like it's the only way to explain mm-hmm. it. It basically it follows Casey Affleck in a sheet as a ghost uh traveling through time. Why did we start off our list with weird movies? I don't know. But because it doesn't deserve any place higher. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It is it's such a weird movie, but like once you finish it cuz like I I watch this movie in mm-hmm. in the the pie eating scene, okay. For every if you've ever heard anything about this movie before this, it's probably the pie eating scene. Because uh, you watch Rooney Mara eat a pie for about five to seven minutes, mm, maybe good. longer. Uh, a full pie. She doesn't just eat like a slice. She eats the full pie, uncut, unraw, in the kitchen <laughs> on the ground. Uncut. It's really weird. uncut. Uh, but you, but yeah, you basically just follow this sheeted ghost through time that's literally the entire literally the entire movie mm-hmm. and it's just fascinating um it's beautiful i cried i laughed i didn't laugh um <laughs> it's 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 just a really weird experience you just gotta eat. like similar to mother i feel like these are my two like mm-hmm. you know movies that like you just have to experience uh, they're more. I mean, that's what they are. They're more experiences and like stories. You know, you're not gonna like finish this and be like, oh, you know, the character arcs were just so. In- I- actually, right. never mind. Uh, what's your number fourteen? My number fourteen uh, is is not as as weird. Uh, possibly more controversial though. Ooh. Oh, ooh, okay, just got interesting. Uh, that is Star Wars: The Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson's um. latest flick. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to kick that down a little bit. Ooh, all right. So I'll I'll talk about Star Wars later. Hey, what's your fifteen yes. fourteen? My fourteen is another. It's another pretty weird one. Mm-hmm. It's a Netflix original. You're gonna need to bump it down. What? If if it's what I'm assuming it is, you're gonna have to bump it down. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Never mind. Keep it there. <laughs> I was going to say, I really don't feel like you put this on there. Uh, directed <laughs> by Macon Blair. My boy Macon Blair is the most underappreciated dude in the world. Macon, He's fucking Macon awesome. Blair? I thought he made it, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore, not Blair Witch. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> oh my god, that was... Woo! That was a, that was a, that was a rough one. That um, was a good joke, I think. I think that was stars, the best joke I've ever told. I don't know if that's true. It stars Melanie Linsky and uh, Elijah Wood. Um... And it's, have, you saw this, right? No. What? No, I didn't, no. Oh, I didn't wow. Watch okay, it. Well, wow. Um, 
So it, take, it, it basically follows this female who gets her computer stolen, and she's just she's fed up with all the shit in the world. Wow, sounds and, intense. Uh, and she partners up with Elijah Wood, who is a nunchuck wielding ninja star throwing, uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's a it's such a weird movie. It's it's like if you like if like Napoleon Dynamite and like Quentin Tarantino had like a weird baby. Oh, weird baby, kind of like Boss Baby, my number one pick. <laughs> Hey, you what? know what my number 13 pick is? Wow, you just totally, you were just like, fuck that joke. I'm done with that. It's the big sick. Oh, we are all also punting on that one. Bumping it down. We'll talk about it later. You won't <laughs> hear me say a damn thing about this movie. <laughs> my number 13. <laughs> this It's kind of a weird format, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, My number 13 is Wind River. Still haven't seen it. What? Sorry. Why? Dude, have you seen any of the movies that came out last year? Uh, Boss Baby is my <laughs> top ten, all of them. <laughs> it made every uh, single top ten. So it's written and directed by Taylor Sheridan. Mm-hmm. It's, writer it's Taylor Sh- of Heller High Water. And also writer of Sicario. Mm. Who I think is just, is probably my favorite writer out there right now. Um... I think these three movies as like a weird and uh, this breaking news. Aaron Sorkin just uh, actually committed suicide upon hearing upon hearing what David had to say about him. Oh fuck off! Um, it's tragic. Aaron Sorkin, truly, Aaron Sorkin isn't right enough. I mean, I'm like five five seasons of The West Wing doesn't write enough. Doesn't yeah, how long enough. ago was that? Newsroom doesn't write enough. How long ago was that? Uh, he did three Steve, seasons. Steve Jobs doesn't okay. write enough. And then after Steve Jobs, he Molly's did game. Molly's game uh, doesn't so write enough. Taylor he Sheridan, doesn't. He doesn't. He don't write enough. Taylor Sheridan back to back to back years with movies released. Just saying, that's more consistent. Um, ooh, ooh, uh, quality over quantity. Uh, have, did you see Heller High Water or Sicario? Yeah, and they, Sicario was really good. Heller High Water was okay. Fuck off! You didn't even see Wind River. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, you don't know anything um but this it stars the uh the talented olsen sister elizabeth olsen and um jeremy renner rest in peace hawkeye um <laughs> infinity war hasn't come out yet when this when this podcast gets released rest in peace hawkeye uh, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> it takes place on like a, a native american reserve native american <laughs> indian reserve uh, a native american reservation you mean or an Indian yeah. Indian reservation. I I was in the sauna for too long today. I I lost a lot of uh, b- b- brains. So. <laughs> brains. Um. And <laughs> j- <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. This is be a weirder episode than the 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 Oscar episode. All right. So number twelve. I'm just. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> Jamie Renner is basically investigating number the, 12 the murder list, of of, uh, 12, of this girl the 12th it, best movie of 2017 here it is ladies and gentlemen it's get out from jordan peele oh are you serious yeah oh that this is a big old we are kicking this one way downtown all right get the, the fuck out of here get out i ain't talking uh, so about okay, number 12 20 minutes number 12 on my list we can finally talk about it it's star wars the last jedi wow that didn't that didn't take long <laughs> yeah no 
hey, pretty good movie, good effects. Uh, I thought it was a good storyline. It did things, it went in different directions than I would assume after Force Awakens cookie-cutter movie. <clears throat> cookie-cutter movie. Cookie-cutter movie. Do you like that scathing review? No, because it's, it's, it's only a duplicate of us, one other movie. Yeah. Um, and it's you could say the same thing about The Last Jedi. What? Um, what? Hello? Yeah. Hello. Excuse you. Uh, How dare Jedi you? Is is fucking. It's just so cool. It's it's got the best two lightsaber duels of all time. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Um. It's got it's got just a really it's got a really cool scene uh, with with some ships involved. Ooh. Um, yeah. Dope space battle. The 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 whole Canto bite stuff does suck. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, it happened. It's, it's, it's really weird how much. Worse things have happened in the Star Wars movies than the Canto thing. That is very true. It's, but it's just so weird how much hate this movie is getting, like, recently. Very decisive film. I think pretty good. I think it was really good. Yeah. I, I loved it. My parents just got it for me for my birthday. Oh, happy in, birthday! Which is, which is in a week. Thanks, thanks, David's parents. <laughs> hey, what do you want for your birthday? Ooh, uh, I don't know. Do you wanna? Uh, you wanna? Do you want a hand job? Oh, oh, a hand job oh. behind a Wendy's in a Wendy's parking lot. Do I get a? Do I get a six piece McNugget? Not from a Wendy's. <laughs> well, I, whenever I go to Wendy's, I get the the McNuggets. I always order McNuggets there. I'm just like, that's right. McDonald's fucking won with their branding. Bitches. I walked in. I walked into Walmart, looked the guy dead in the eye, and said, "Get me a Big Mac." <laughs> and you're just like, "What? Is this we a bit? S- what? We don't sell those here." So what I'm just gonna give about? my number eleven before you can give your number eleven because my number eleven is the big sick boy. Oh, the big sick boy. I haven't seen boy. that boy. Kumal Nanjiani. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Big sick boy. <laughs> what? How, did that blow out the mic? Yeah. Boy. I put my nose right on the top of the mic. The and big I just... sick tells the story. Boy. The real life story of Kumail Nanjiani and Emily V. Gordon's m- m- cute, cute meat. Meat cute. Where they meet. Where they meet. And it's cute. Where they, where they go but then, to a, a meat but factory then, and they make some But meat. then tragedy strikes. Oh, no. Oh my God! Please. Keep how going. will this? How will this affect their please new go. relationship? Go. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Find don't out. <laughs> Find out next time. On with the big sick. Courage, the cowardly dog. Do 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 do. This this episode's really off the tracks. Really we good. Haven't podcasted in a long time. It's been it's been a hot second. <laughs> I forgot how to do these good. How do you do this good? How do you do the podcasting good anymore? How do you do a good one? Uh, the big sick is <laughs> is uh is definitely in the best top romantic ten. comedy of the last ten years. Uh, maybe. Holly Hunter was really good. <sighs> best Ray Romano role ever. <laughs> so tell me about the terrorists. <laughs> okay, they're just what? some really. <laughs> Do you want me to? Did you just refer to Kumail Nanjiani as a David? It's 2018. Uh, no, I refer to Ray Romano as a terrorist. Uh, he's a neo-Nazi. Uh, it's 2018. 
It's 2018. Boy. So, okay. Big Sick, really good. Watch it. Uh, How much of this directing's kind of eh, out? But the story is 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 strong enough to keep you invested. Oh, and also, just like so, some of this stuff between uh, Kumal and Emily is just so real and just so raw. Mm. Not raw, but but it's just like so real, and it's like things that like never never are are you know even acknowledged in other romantic comedies that are just it's just really beautiful how how real this movie feels yeah you know yeah hey you know what movie didn't feel that real <laughs> what uh that's my number 11 pick okja what the fuck okja made your top 15 yeah is this the one you thought that was gonna be on my list uh maybe as the netflix original yeah or do you whoa weird okay uh, Okja was delightful, but also really sad and dark. Uh, you got you got uh, some stories. I wish they would have developed certain parts of the story more. Um, but overall, I think it's very good. Um, I it's just like it made Bong Joon Ho the director of this movie uh, go vegan. So, so I think I think the reason David didn't like this an- this uh, this movie is because he actually hates animals. I believe is what no. he told me. He's like, no, the reason pigs I don't are like dumb. I don't like him. I'm is... a big Tilda Swindon fan, and they tried to make her a villain. No, and uh, I agree actually... with her completely. She was the good person in the movie, and I'm like, I don't think you watched the right movie. No, I mean, I think okay. My issue with this movie, right, is God. Can you just cut in the bit that, w- that where we are, talked about this on like that one episode like a year ago? <laughs> When we had the War of the no. Planet of the Apes and Okja. Um, okay, so my issue with it is, like, it's just, the stuff is just so over the top and just so, like, they hit a level, and they're just like, no, 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 fuck this. We gotta make everyone a vegan. We gotta push it another level. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta give the pigs tears. They're gonna be crying on screen. And then also, it's like, Jake Hall is supposed to be, like, a, like, a Steve Irwin character. But, like, apparently... He just really just doesn't actually give a fuck about animals. He's a drunk. It's like, uh, is this the same year where we had a Jane Goodall documentary come out? Like, what, what, like, it's like making a Jane Goodall just be like, fuck the apes. She actually hated them. Surprise. She killed them and force raped them. It's like, what? Like, no, they're sh- like this part, this character is like supposed to be like an animal loving person, but they're like, nope, everyone's evil unless you live in a village in the woods. Or you fucking are or you just drive super a van. Yeah, or you drive a van and commit crimes. Uh, but it's cool because, you know, I don't actually eat and I leave a small footprint on this world. Oh, it's like, so, David hates animals is what no. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your number 10, big boy? <laughs> My number 10 is I, Tanya. Mm. Did this make your list? Nope. Okay. Because I'm so, very salty about how the Oscars turned out. <laughs> ah. Uh, so this is the true story about Tanya Harding. Uh, I just think this movie... There is a... There is a speed to this kind of movie. That is, that's very, you know, similar to the speed that comes with a Sorkin kind of movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Where it's just the dialogue is just... It's it's sharp. You know, it just... It knows what it's doing. And there's no fat left Ooh, on the bones ah, like there is with Ocho. I accidentally uh, cut my finger on that dialogue. Too sharp. <laughs> um, and I also think the uh, 
the way that the story is told where it cross cuts between times and like interviewing the people that like like actual Tanya Harding like talking on what was going on in her life at the time. I love that kind of stuff. I just really like this movie. The only thing that really killed me about it is some of the the CGI during the skating. Uh, some of that was really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just thought this movie was so was so intriguing and and I didn't really here's the one thing that actually probably really improved the story for me is like I had heard the name Tanya Harding and I knew that there was a scandal around the name but I didn't actually know what the the scandal was. Did you ever see Foxcatcher? Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, but not these are are you trying to say that they're similar or what why did I, I you ask the question it, it's two it's two similar things that took very different approaches um, no, this is having fun with it yeah f- and i think foxcatcher is fucking it's just painful it's painful to watch i think i think this one should also be painful i mean this one's this one's dealing with with other stuff like like this is dealing with the the, the abuse that that Tanya is taking from, um, what, what's built on by Funny Bird Lady. Uh, by <laughs> yes, by Funny Bird Lady. By but like Oscar winning Funny Bird Lady. But like okay, when when she was by getting the Funny Bird Lady that won an Oscar. But but okay, when she gets okay, spoilers for the next minute of I Tanya, when she gets kidnapped by her ex-husband like you're not like oh this is fun isn't this just fun good time when they're getting kidnapped at gunpoint like that is painful like it's hard to watch that shit or when she gets the knife thrown in her like that shit is not fun it's shocking no but, like, i just it's hate not... funny bird lady <laughs> the bird is it just the bird on the shoulder that ruined this movie for you it was it was allison janney's like whole shit <laughs> but like it also it's very whiplashy that's a weird <laughs> Whoa! I just that the way you you related to that movie was very whiplashy. (laughs) Ouch, my neck! Where 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 it is, you know, what is what is appropriate to do uh, to push somebody to have them achieve excellence? That I mean, that's what this movie is about. That's what Whiplash is about. That's kind of what Foxcatcher is about. So, not really. But I think a more important question is: What is art? You know, what is it? Hey guys, it's my number 10 pick. The Square. Oh! Woo! Yeah. I have not seen this one yet. Uh, um, really, really good. Um, very strange okay. though. So it's, it's kind of set up in segments, you know? There's not really like every scene in it. There's no transitional scenes. They're just a bunch of different scenes. Wait a second. So... Like it's it's a yeah it's a cohesive storyline, but it's not like you're you're not ever gonna have a scene where it's just oh I need to get from point A to point B. Like there's Hmm. no it each scene tells a story in its own. Is there uh so okay so there's there's like three main stories told right? Uh, I mean it's all it's all it's all centered around um this museum curator. Um, and there are different things that happen in his life that all affect this, his storyline. How much of this is, is, uh, is subbed? Cause, cause I know like if you watch the trailer, some of it's subbed, some of it's English. The majority of it is subbed. Is subbed? Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. Uh, this, uh, this is a Palme d'Or winner. Uh, definitely strange. What would you compare if, this to? If, 
Because, like, this is another one where, like, you watch the trailer, and you're just like, whoa, this looks like nothing I've seen before. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It, did you see Force Majeure, his his previous movie? I did not, know. Okay. Uh, I That's what I compare it to. Okay. This is this is a strange movie. Uh, this is one that not everyone will like. This was a very controversial pick for the Palm Door. A lot of people were upset by it. Yeah. I was cool with it. Um, it looks it looks fascinating. It's it's good. Uh, the the whole question of it like is how it treats art. So all the art that's in this um, new museum is like not really by the people that work there. Isn't treated as inherently special you know Uh um there's also there's also an interesting um difference between free speech and political correctness that's brought up a little bit in it yeah that was Um, one question i was gonna ask is how big how big big uh big picture thought is this or is it is it very like small focus on like the art industry um i think i think what you were saying big picture it's more big picture um like i don't know it's weird it's it's a very it's a movie that doesn't try to be more special than it is. Hmm. I definitely want to. I think this is available on Hulu. Um, if anyone wants to check it out, I'm definitely gonna watch this soon. I've been kind of pushing it off just because there's so really, many really other good. things. What? Really, really good. Highly yeah. recommend. So my number nine is uh, another um, movie directorial debut it's not a movie it's what? it's another directorial debut for a commercial starring it's your the boy, pepsi commercial your boy kevin costner best father in movie history i was okay wait s- except for in this movie i was uh, gonna i was gonna i was gonna say that it was the pepsi commercial the bad one it's no this is molly's game um ah written and directed by aaron sorkin your least favorite writer <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> no uh Historically, probably my favorite writer, um, but I would say just right now Taylor Sheridan is uh, kicking some serious butt in the writing department. Um, but starring Jessica Chastain as Molly but. Bloom. What? The way you said "butt" was very funny. Oh, okay. Um, and this tells the true story about Molly Bloom, uh, who ran who a- invented Bloomhouse Pictures, Jason's sister. What? Jason Bloomhouse's sister, Molly Bloom. <laughs> no, she she ran a high stakes uh, poker poker game and got got uh, 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 on the FBI's radar. And it's just it's another true story movie that came out this year. That's just fascinating. And I think one of the coolest parts about this movie is, is Michael Sarah. Well, uh, actually. Yes, it's about who Michael Sarah could be because in Molly's Bloom book, she doesn't reveal the names of these people, and these the people who are playing in, in her games are you know super famous athletes, actors. The funny thing is, it people. is just Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> the big reveal is <laughs> that'd be so funny, uh, but no. Then also like Russian diplomats were playing in these games, and. It's, it's really kind of fun looking and trying to figure out who these characters could have been um, in real life. A lot of people, you know, think it might have been Ben Affleck or, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio or uh, Tobey Maguire. 
Mm. People just don't know. It's it, it's it's very fascinating, and you get a stellar performance from Jessica Chastain, and Idris Elba is also really good, and you also get to learn some really fun um, skiing trivia because just like I Tanya, Molly Bloom before she fucked up her back was a Olympic level skier. Nice. Yeah. So come for the Michael Sarah poker. Stay for the skiing facts. Yeah. Wonderful review, David. <laughs> hey, there's a really cool skiing bit that that I walked away. You know how like Aaron Sorkin always just writes in like the weird like little random facts where you're just like, huh? I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, we're in uh, we're in directorial debut. De- mm. de- 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 I'm gonna start that one again. <laughs> nope, we're keeping that in Davu. I'm just gonna keep saying Davu. Hey, cut that. Hey, we're in direct. Tutorial debut territory. Mm. Mm. My number nine is Greta Gerwig's directorial debut, Lady Bird. Ooh. Is this yeah, something this we're going to talk about later? Oh, yeah, definitely. This is, okay. uh, this is a bit. Yep. Uh, see you guys later. <laughs> uh, my number eight is is um is a little a little controversial with uh, some recent events. But I think the movie um, almost gets better with the controversy surrounding it, and that's Disaster Artist. Weird. I didn't put it on my list specifically because I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, uh, but I think because of the character that Tommy Wiseau actually is, and although some people may respect him for uh, having, you know, the, 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 I don't know. I don't know if courage is the right word. Resilience. But, but yes, to to continue pushing through even when the entire uh, industry is pushing back and, and saying no. Um, I think he is a pretty scummy mm. character. Yeah, and he's there's being definitely. Played by a I see bigger, your connection of uh, of when people when when people are pushing back, not saying no. Oh my god. Yeah, I can see I can see your uh, connection there. No, and uh, you know he's <laughs> he's played by James Franco, who is a pretty scummy character. Um, but I just think the movie is just, it's so, it's, I, I love movies or documentaries about the making of movies, you know, so like Heart of Darkness, the documentary about the making of Apocalypse Now, I absolutely mm-hmm. love. And just being able to see this sort of like insight glimpse into, uh, the making of a, of a movie, I think is just fascinating. And The Room is such a weird anomaly of a movie in seeing this and, the mystery surrounding Tommy Wiseau, you know, how old he is, is he, where is he from, where did all the money come from? I just think it's so, it's so interesting to see how it all played out. Um, yeah, it's just really cool. It's, it's a we, it's a weird bit because like five years ago, The Room, you know, is just a it's a cult classic horrible movie, and now it's made into this Oscar not or <laughs> no, it did get nominated. Yeah, yeah. Um, this Oscar nominated movie and it's just it's a weird it's a weird path that the room's legacy has had now. Yeah. I get you. Hey. Yeah. And I also think it's really weird seeing two Francos on the screen at the same time. That's too many Francos. <laughs> get out uh, of here. Hey, what's my number eight? You might be asking yourself, dear listener. Well, it's just a little little movie called uh, David, you actually pronounce it better than I do. 
Do you want to just take a take a guess at what what it is that you pronounce real good? Don Cook. Exactly. You got it, buddy. By, uh, uh, we're we're going to push this down a little bit. We're going to push it down. I can't talk about fucking movies anymore on my movie podcast. <laughs> Thanks, David. <laughs> You're welcome. So my number seven is actually going to probably be pushed down from you, and that is The Florida Project. Yeah, get the, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't say we're a goddamn it. thing about this movie. <laughs> okay. Hey, um, my number seven, The Shape of Water. Can we talk about it yet? Yes, we can. This does not make my list. What? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Wow. Hey, guys. It's time for me to talk about a movie again. Been a while, huh? Shape of Water is the Academy Award winner for Best Picture and Best Director and a couple mm-hmm. other things. Uh, best Soundtrack. Uh, from Guillermo del Toro. I, before we actually get past that, let's just let's just quickly talk about this because we haven't actually had an episode to talk about post-Oscars. Um, how do you feel about it A, winning Best Picture and B, Best Director? Uh... I'm a little surprised it got Best Picture, but I think Best Director I completely understand. I'm cool with it. Agreed. Yeah, I'm Agreed. cool. It's, yep. it's cool. I think it's the, the way the, the voting works out is... I, I'm not surprised it won Best Picture, but I don't think it is the Best Picture. I think there are too, too many other things pulling away other votes um, that just, by default, left it being the front row. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a wonderful, wonderful movie. Uh, it's beautiful. It's fun. Uh, it's dark. It's sexy? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sexy, dude. Uh, it's, a, it's a hot little movie. One wonderful, wonderful soundtrack. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. Oh my god, the cinematography is, is just... wonderful. Yes. Uh, Sally Hawkins is wonderful. She's... Michael yes. Shannon is fucking terrifying. Michael Shannon, uh, best so villain good. of the year, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. So you know. good. Uh, yeah. The, um, I, I this feel is like another... there, you can find so much about what people think about Shape of Water. It's it's the best picture winner. It got yeah, best director. This is, this is just I don't know how much that... more I need to say about it. <laughs> yeah. I This would have made my list uh, if I didn't go in there expecting something else and getting what i got what were you being, expecting i was expecting a uh more of more of like a heist movie a fish heist a fish well no a, a, i mean a heist the the fish being the the jewel so to say that they're gonna fish be heist. stealing yeah i just didn't expect it to be like this like weird love story um because like i didn't really watch trailers for it i just i don't know i don't know what i expected to be honest it was just it, it's it's a it's a strange movie, okay. uh, in a year of strange you know movies. Hey, is but your number six a strange movie? My number six is uh, Dunkirk. Oh, hey, let's talk about Dunkirk. Yes, uh, fucking ooh, what an experience! Uh, Technical masterpiece. Ooh, God, it's so good. Uh, let's talk about the real score of the year. Ooh. Dunkirk. A, a, a watch. <laughs> Ooh, yes, but a watch perfectly ticking. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, I, this one, don't watch unless you have amazing surround sound. Or just like a really, like, screen. if you have, like, that Razer phone that has, like, really nice speakers for a phone, watch don't it on that. Don't fucking watch it on a phone? 
Um, if you have like an iPad, Dave, like an old iPad, not even like fuck? a 4K iPad. Get your iPad Nano out. Watch it on that, on that itty bitty screen. Don't plug in headphones. You got an i? You got a? You got an Apple Watch? Watch it on that. Hey, do you got a? Do you got you a? Got a do you have do you a, a Game spoon? Boy Color? Watch it in the reflection of a spoon off the TV. Hey, just look at the DVD cover. <laughs> Don't just, put it in anything. Just Google search Dunkirk real events. Hey, just uh, go to the beach. <laughs> fuck it. Go to the bathtub. Fill up your tub. Hop in. <laughs> throw some sand in there. Get in a bathtub with Kenneth Brana, and it's just like the movie. Here's what we're going to do. Go into your bathroom, okay? Mm. <laughs> Take your clothes off. Get your computer out. YouTube search ticking clock. <laughs> Blast that. Take a bath with a watch. Yes. Oh, and then you're done. No, you just just run the sink. Just put your hand under the water. Okay, here's what you gotta do. Fill Take your other hand with timer. some sink. Take an egg timer. Turn it up. Put it into a glass of water, and uh, and drink <laughs> drink the egg timer. What the fuck? This is the weirdest bit we ever had. This is the correct and only way to experience the technical masterpiece that is Dunkirk. If you didn't see Dunkirk on the biggest, best screen in your neighborhood, then you have missed the only way to watch Dunkirk. Yeah. Um, Other than the, the ways that we just described. Yes. I don't know. I, I spaced out when you are talking about an egg timer, uh, but I, I think you should go with that one. Take the DVD. Uh, put it on a vinyl player. Then you know put what? it in your bathtub. You Fuck Dunkirk. it. Just YouTube search Harry Styles live concert. Watch <laughs> that. You're good. <laughs> Go see One Direction live wearing a scuba mask. Dunkirk. Oh my god. The only way if to you do, if, it. if you do that though, please take a picture and send it to us on Twitter. Because <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, that'd be so funny. Um, Holy shit. This movie is just. It is non stop. Uh, 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 heart-throbbing Harry Styles (laughs) fanboy action. My God. What a... This is a real good movie. Why are we, why are we roasting Dunkirk so much? I don't know. I don't know, because... It's another one of those movies that was talked about so much after its release. Um, about, like, the way to... I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Just, it's, it's Harry Styles at his best. Except for when he was on concert, in concert. How, how much of a Harry Styles fan are you? I don't even know which one he is in the movie. I just like making the jokes. You don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It's just a really good movie. Tom Hardy's also in it. Uh, Michael Caine says a thing over a radio. Mark Rylance is in this movie, and he says the best word in the entire movie. Tadankak. That's two words. First oh, of all. Well, when he says it, it's like it's like one. I think it's one when he says it. David. Tadankak. You know yes? what my number six movie is? What? It's The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Ooh, we saw this together. We did. It was a little datey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wore a Harry Styles mask. It was the only way you'd go. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, too. <laughs> uh, this is Yorgos Lanthimos' latest film. Uh, very Holy strange. Very Can you imagine walking into a theater and just seeing somebody sitting with somebody wearing a Harry Styles mask? 
it's just about as weird and uncomfortable as this movie is. Uh, okay, okay. This is on topic of Killing of... Did you see the trailer for this movie? Yeah. I've been watching movies um, at home uh, that have this playing as a trailer before the movie. It's a fucking intense trailer. It is hor. The trailer is horrifying. So is, so is the movie. Yes, but... <sighs> um... The cinematography is un- intentionally unsettling. Um, everything's just, you feel very tall or too short. Um, it's never its never right on. Um, it's wildly tense. It's, uh, it's your, your stomach is sitting by your shoes the whole time, and it stays like that about two weeks after you finish the movie. Everything you are saying is correct. The only reason I had to leave it off... It's because you didn't want to think about it. That was the dialogue just kind of kills me. Like, the dialogue is so alien, almost. You know? Yeah. Where it's like, I everything said is just like, like, I like, I, th- I like what they're saying. I just don't like the way they're saying it. Except for that spaghetti scene, man. That spaghetti scene and the pie scene should be cut together in the greatest eating montage of all time. Holy fucking shit. Why do you want to do an eating montage? That's a weird montage. Don't, because we can also cross-cut it with some Harry Styles uh, live concert. Jesus Christ, what's your number five? (laughs) Uh, My number five was one that you mentioned earlier just way too soon, and that's Get Out. Hey, it's Get Out from Jordan Peele. Yeah. um, Oscar winner Jordan Peele. This is really the year of... uh, The year of of Peele. No, directorial debuts. We had a lot, and they were all very good. Yeah. Um, Get Out is fantastic. The script is really good. Why? Okay, why? Why are you not hot on this movie? I feel like you. I think the script is super good. I think there is a multiple viewings only increase how good the movie is. I think it it falls into a lot of problems that directorial debuts fall into. You know, where such it's, as. The the visual language it uses is kind of eh. Describe. Like if you Describe if you, you had if you had a really strong uh, DOP on this, I think it would be a near perfect movie. I think, okay, but but I feel like the visual storytelling, I feel like the visual uh, uh, symbolism is amazing. I, I mean, are you just talking about like the shot, the shot, the shot structure? The compositions aren't that good. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of my issue with uh, it. Wind it's River one too. where the the script is compelling enough to make up for it, and that's why it still made my top fifteen. Um, yeah, it's just if you're on a on a technical basis, it, there's a lot more it could have done to be a near perfect. What Ethan movie. is trying to say is, if you attended film school, then you're gonna point your nose up at this movie. What the fuck? I'm just joking. I just want to make you sound like the bad guy. Uh, no, this movie's so, fucking awesome. It's really good. <laughs> I actually had a bigger issue with some of the uh, with some of the actual story points in this movie um, that 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 fall later in the movie uh, that kind of start the dominoes falling that I I don't think oh uh, were necessary. visually visually speaking uh, there are there are some oh. moments that I actually loved visually things like the uh, the 
the sunken place. Yes. Uh, when he's in the chair. Yes. Both of those looked fucking phenomenal. Um, I also... But then he's in the garden and it looks boring. Um, I Like, also it could really be a Glade you... commercial. <laughs> I feel like... Actual question. Have you watched this with the, the uh, Jordan Peele's commentary on it? Yes. Oh, really? Okay. I thought that was fascinating. I feel like... I feel like that would rectify some of your issues with it, but um, apparently not. I mean, like, the things of what we are shown, yes. Like, um, the the way, like, things in it are revealed to us in a storytelling sense are good. It's just just boring shot composition. I, 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 okay, yeah. Like, now that I think about it, like, if you think of, like, some of, like, the the shot setups and, like, signs, like, some of that shit was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a basic shot, really well told film. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel. This movie did not feel cinematic. Yeah, like there's no there's no shots really in it that are like holy fuck. I Look mean, the that. the sunken place and when he's when he's in the chair. The sunken the place end is it's so, okay. I, I, really, I like really the chair enjoyed. shot. The sunken place. I don't know. I'm I'm like I'm like fifty fifty loving and not into the sunken place. Uh, yeah. I, it, like part of it's like this really works, and then I'm just like, what? What's going on? I don't, I don't know. I love the movie. Uh, I really enjoy the movie. I think the ending of the movie is one of the, just like yeah, and t- fucking, okay, so here's it just the thing. punches you right in the throat with the ending. Oh my god. Um, it only made my number twelve spot, but there were so many fucking good movies this year. Yes, this year, this year did not fuck around. Yeah, it's insane. Um, okay, is it your number five now? My number five. Uh, there are a couple movies on my list that I would describe as timeless. That kind of, like, it could have come out, could have came out in 1982, could have came out today, and still hold up regardless. Um, And that is... Phantom Thread, uh, the latest Paul Thomas Anderson film starring Daniel Day-Lewis. Phantom Thread is a masterpiece. Holy shit. It is so good. Um, the It's it's about a fashion designer in post-war mm-hmm. London who believes that love is cursed for him. That he can, he can never truly connect with another person. Uh, and he's kind of right. <laughs> um, to most of it is his own fault of thinking like when things get good, he he gets aggressive and attacks things that kind of become comfortable. Um, I don't know really why. Powerful. Like, I never saw. I didn't see this movie yet. I want to, or I more so feel like I need to. You know, as like a <laughs> as like a fan of film. Mm-hmm. But like when I hear people talk about, it, I'm like, oh, so that actually is what it's about. Why do I want to see this? It's really like, good. Like just beso- like okay, okay. So like Lincoln came out. Daniel Day Lewis fucking knocked it out as Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Can't watch that movie. It's too fucking boring. It's like it's like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy Serum, where it's like, oh my god, can something happen? I'm just like, it's a three hour like mega movie where I'm just tired. Is that is that like this or is this gonna like? Am I gonna fall asleep or am I gonna stay awake to this? I uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I stayed awake. I think it's visually gorgeous. Um, 
something that like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy or Lincoln didn't especially have, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't visually enchanting is kind of the wrong word for it because it it's visually enthralling is better. It's not so if you it's it's a movie about fashion and dressmaking, but it's not it's all the colors are muted, it feels aged and old. Not quite decrepit. Um, if you had to compare this to another PTA film, because I feel like all of his movies are kind of very in their own, you know, realm. Um, uh, would this be like more along like the master? No, this would be like oh. uh, there will be blood if there wasn't any blood. You know, where it's it's slower, but it's never. I don't know. It's it's never dull. It's well, really good. I'll check it out someday. Very good. 10 out of 10. See, okay, but okay, here, we, okay. When I watch There Will Be Blood, I put, that is, that is another three-hour movie that is very long, but but once you start it, there's no, like, I started that, that movie at, like, 2 a.m. one night, mm-hmm. expecting to turn off after 10 minutes, and I watched the entire thing. Yeah. It, is it like that? Because, like, There Will Be Blood, like, fucking just grabs you by the throat and says, hey, we're going through this entire thing. I mean, like, this one, this one has a sweetness to it that I think There Will Be Blood didn't have. So there's no um, milkshakes. There are some pretty intense things in this that I won't get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can once you watch it because like I've heard people explain it. this movie and say like you know for people who think it's just about a dressmaker they're sorely wrong and I'm like, but what's it about? Like what what is it about then? Like what like it, cursed love? Okay, okay. Um, and and relationships between uh, people who. Obsessive people. So it's Titania. No, there's no funny bird lady. <laughs> um, okay, so my number four is one that I'm assuming is not going to be on your list. Holy shit! I just realized that we are are this going to be interesting. That we um, are two different people. <laughs> what the fuck? And have different ideas about what movies are good. I thought we were one person. What? This is the single person podcast. Hello? It is me, as... David. <laughs> hey, it let's me. let's try to say a sentence in unison. Hello. My uh, next next favorite, favorite movie, movie is is good Logan. Oh. <laughs> Wait, do you have good time? Mine good time to not make my uh, top. Oh, I thought it would have. No. I, no. I I like good time, but uh Oh, so your favorite movie is that bad movie Logan. Uh, it's not bad at all. It's fucking fantastic. Mm. It's fucking awesome. It's, it's a good super trailer. Cool. Nothing, nothing else. Oh my god, you are you are a sad, sad little man. Uh, Logan's amazing. Uh, directed by James Mangold, uh, starring pa- uh, Hugh Jackman in his best performance ever as Wolverine. Have you seen Prisoners? As Wolverine. <laughs> Did you hear my sentence? Yeah, let me add a qualifier for it. Uh, I would say he's even he's better in this than he is in in Prisoners. I think I think Prisoners there are points where he goes too too high, uh, where it's just like that's just an unrealistic person. I love Prisoners. I think Prisoners are massive. Right, but when he has claws that come out of him, it's more realistic. <laughs> when he has claws and he's dealing with uh, super cancer and he's you super know, cancer. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, but like. The, some of the stuff, dude, with, like, Patrick Stewart in this movie are so heartbreaking. And, like, for, for somebody, like, who grew up with, with the X-Men 
and has always known them and had a place. Some of like the little the little lines that are just like like just sprinkled in there in the background and little hints to past events. It's just it's master filmmaking. Also at the end of it, when spoiler warning for Logan, when the kids start killing, I'm like, holy shit, an R rated X Men movie would be intense. I wanna see I wanna see like just like fucking like Iceman just fucking going off on people. Here's what I'll say. Yes. Patrick Stewart you don't is like, phenomenal. You don't like the, the, the you know, the the duplicate Wolverine. I think there are more flaws than good things in this movie. I think a gritty Western superhero movie is a fascinating idea, and I think they did the best job they could have done with it, given restraints. Um, I think this is a good movie. If I had a top 30, it might make it in there. A top... Jesus Christ. But there's enough there's enough things that really just didn't stick right with me at all that it I don't know. I left it kind of like ah, okay. Also, Daphne Keene, I don't know where they found this girl. But but the ferocity, 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 intensity. Her her <laughs> her ability to transform into a lifelike snowman. <laughs> fucking phenomenal it is i didn't even know that was a, a thing that people could do yes. no her intensity though is so insane there are a few chi- like child performances in the past like 15 years that have really like just taken me away it's that and uh uh uh, uh tremblay in room that just blow me away and i don't even know how how uh, it's also See, uh i'm gonna say it wasn't even the best child performance this year were you gonna go with flora project yeah fuck off um, but that's a different thing. Honestly, I really think it is because I really don't even think in Florida Project. I don't even think that's performance. I think that's just the girl. Really, if you watch the behind the scenes stuff, it's really just like, hey, we're just gonna put the camera on you and shoot it for like twenty minutes, and we're just gonna have you say some ram stuff, which like isn't a knock on the movie at all. I love Florida Project, but it's a it's a different thing. Hey, because like they're not like, hey Daphne Keen, we're just gonna like you know film you for twenty minutes, just do some crazy uh you know Wolverine stuff, do some you know? kid shit, <laughs> just like you know fucking kill some people, like you know like a kid would. <clears throat> Logan is the pinnacle of of uh, is it's exactly what I want from an R-rated Wolverine movie. Okay, what's your what's your next movie? Hey. Uh, it is one of the most beautiful love stories I've ever seen. Uh, it's also another movie I would describe as timeless. That is, Call Me By Your Name. Directed by Luca. <laughs> what? What was it? Oh, uh, the director of this, Luca. No, no, no. I can't. Are you cutting out? Is what? your mic broken? No, I don't think so. I said his name perfectly. What? Pretty sure I pronounced it exactly how it was intended. I don't know what you're saying. Would can you repeat it for the audience? Oh, uh, the the wonderful director that made this beautiful movie. You want me to say his name again? Yep. Oh, I can do that. It's Luca. Get get a get a Nino. Uh, yes. Yes. Continue. This wonderful movie. <laughs> Um, 
this is the story of love and connection and mm-hmm. fe- feeling your way throughout the world when you are uh, on the cusp of adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Timothy Chalamet is wonderful. Army Hammer on, is wonderful. Um, Michael Stuhlbarg is like the best dad you can. Michael ever Stuhlbarg have. is oh my absolutely God. oh heartbreaking. <laughs> it's this movie that made me realize, like, holy shit, this guy just shows up in movies and like and knocks it out of like, the park. He he's amazing. I I didn't realize it. He's really fucking good in like everything. Yeah. Um, uh, this has some gorgeous cinematography. Yes, uh, it, it does. It, some of the, the, the best feeling. Shots. Oh. It really gives you this feeling of falling in love during the summer in southern Italy. Yep. And it's absolutely delightful. Um, at time, like it, it doesn't sugarcoat feelings at all. Um, it's one where all the emotions that you would feel during this time are there. Whether that's that's lust, sorrow, regret, uh, uncertainty, it's all there. It's fucking phenomenal. So I agree with everything you're saying. The only thing that really... Army Hammer is so hot. So okay, this movie is beautiful. I'll say that. It, but uh, it also it kind of rubs me the wrong way just with everything going on in the world to to so passionately portray the love between like a 30 year old let's say and a 17 year old well he was a grad student Uh, he he was in early 20s i didn't find it weird i mean still though i get it i don't think it's as like extreme as as people make it out to be i agree that that i mean that's the thing that's but like what what kills me is what makes timothy chalamet's age 17 is one comment by i think the mother and like why can't we just say 18 like then i would feel at least a little bit more okay with but they don't ever say army hammer's age in it in the movie i know but you can clearly tell just look at army hammer there's nothing that says i'm (laughs) you know an adolescent well i mean i don't look the age that i am that is also true but i mean I don't know. It, it's just one. It's one of those things that just. I really enjoyed the movie, and I thought the movie was absolutely beautiful. But it's kind of one of those things when I walked away and I kind of thought about it in the bigger picture, it, like real world application. It's just like, I don't know if this is the kind of message that should be portrayed. That like even if it is true love, you know, age is just a number. Well, it's like no, age isn't just a number though. At some point, you know, when there is that power dynamic between the people you know my number three (laughs) uh this actually (laughs) either this is gonna be your number two or this is gonna be not on your list but i feel like it has to be uh is three billboards outside ebbing missouri it's my number three because okay oh it's your number three oh perfect this movie um is uh is is uh is fucking this movie is just like, like okay, when I went back to rewatch this again at home, and like the the fucking score, dude, I'm just like, oh, this movie, like it, it like when the score score like first starts playing, I'm just like, oh my god, there's so much that's about to happen, and then like the first little bit like happens, I'm like, oh fuck, like it's it's such an epic 
movie that like isn't doesn't seem epic in scale because yeah. like I yeah I'm just going to buy some billboards and like it's just like it's intense. Powerful, Ooh, it, very powerful movie. Yeah. Oh my god. There's just so there's so much that happens in this movie. Yeah. That's just so. Francis McDormand is incredible. Uh, Sam Rockwell is incredible. Uh, Lucas Hedges is serviceable. Uh, Woody Harrelson is serviceable. Uh, <laughs> they were okay. Uh, wonderful script. Uh, amazing dialogue. Um, Dude, the dialogue is a fucking world class. Like this yeah. stuff. This stuff is just so mm 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 tasty good. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Just want to eat up this script. Um, <laughs> um this I, is this I, is a story that like it feels like you should laugh and instead you're crying or it feels like you should cry and instead you're laughing and it's such a mixed bag of emotions that feels utterly real and humanist. Yeah. Um Oh my really God. good. You have you like, have some intense flaws. The fucking window characters. scene. Oh. The window scene. Like that single shot of yeah. just oh it's just like out of this world. It's horrifying. But yeah. it's it's just so good. This uh, movie also love that song. Uh just everyone yeah. listen to his master's voice all the time. Like I do. Like a lot. Uh, <laughs> I love three billboards. Um, okay. What's your number three? My Oh wait, that was that number was three. my number three. Yeah. What's yeah. your number two? My number two is the Florida Project. Directed by Sean Baker. It made your number two. Holy it shit. was so good. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, this one I it wrecked me emotionally for like three days. I was on vacation when I watched this. It's a bad when I, you watch oh. vacation. <laughs> I was in Florida when I, I watched this. I just sat there and like looked out the window for like a week. <laughs> yeah. Um You said you were in Florida when you watched this? No, no, no I was I, that was that was a joke. Like, oh, like, okay. like you said you were on vacation. I said you were in Florida when you watched this. Yeah, I was in Disney World. No, this is amazing. Um everyone feels so so real. It's, yes. like, insane. Like, I've met people, like, all of these characters, and it's, like... Gee, have you really? Gee, what kind of life are you living, bro? Uh, I'll tell you later. Uh... uh <laughs> my God. William Defoe. Oh, my William God. William Defoe. He's my movie dad. He is... I... <sighs> okay, okay. Here's here's the real question. Who would you rather be your movie dad? Michael Stuhlbarg in Call Me By Your Name, or... William Defoe in Florida Project. Who would be better dad? Uh, Michael Stubart, because uh, I don't... Because, I mean, William Defoe... Because I don't want to live in an apartment. <laughs> well, no, William Defoe is a good dad to his, you know, renters, Tenants? but yeah. not to his actual son. Oh, true, you're right. Yeah. This Dummy. movie's fucking... You even watch the movie? You, you just see the trailer. The movie. Um, this one is shot beautifully. Holy shit, Gorgeous movie. Some of the best cinematography I've seen all year. And that is saying something, because goddamn. Florida Project would have made it a lot higher on my list if it wasn't for that last scene. Which, like, I know it was, was like, I I just, I I just really don't like that last scene. I loved it. It broke my little heart. My little Ethan heart. I was crying. Weep, weep. Oh. 
I just thought it was so cheap, and I thought I thought it was a cop out for. You know what I thought was cheap? Uh, all the people in the movie. <laughs> God, that's fucked up. Well, no. Okay, so, um, it the showing intense poverty from oh, yeah. a child's perspective is wonderful because this is just how they see the world. They still have the the excitement and the curiosity. Um, whereas if you look at the adults in it, we see that they are very emotionally damaged and kind of downstricken and like they are trying their best just to survive. And it's it's that part is heartbreaking, but then you see these kids and you know they're having fun. There's there's still these slivers of gorgeous beauty in some of the harshest places. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a few, and it's it's also fascinating because you're right outside of Disneyland, so you have these castles and this allure of wonderful, say, perfect heaven on earth. But it's, it's an interesting perspective to say like the kids are just having fun when like the kids are like spitting on cars of random people, or like breaking windows in mirrors and like starting fires. Yeah. Um. It's a very, it's a very complex look into life. It's just, it's intense. It's like, it's like the the most intense, just like, it's one of those movies where it's like, we don't really have like, like, we're not really like telling a story. We're just like, kind of like going to just join these people for like a week or a month or however yeah. long it's going to be and just like live with them. Yeah. And it's, it's an, ex it's just fucking, it's. It's it's heartbreaking and heartwarming at the same time. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. This one almost got my number one. It it was it was tight. So my number two is a movie that you hate because <laughs> you don't like females. Um, and that's Lady Bird. <laughs> I don't uh, hate Lady. What? Uh, you told me off air that you despise this movie. Uh, Lady Bird <laughs> is a my beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, but like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, Ladybird, gays and animals on my side. Ladybird is just such a, it's such a beautiful look at, at what it's like to be <laughs> a woman. Is it, was that <laughs> what I was gonna go with that, and I was like, what am I saying? Um, <laughs> it's a beautiful look at like. High school and finding yourself and discovering mm -hmm. who you are and like, just like the, the 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 different turns that life can take, and and you don't realize the impact of things, you know, when when you're experiencing it, you know, you don't know how this decision is gonna impact you five months down the road, uh, but eventually you look back and you realize like what your your actual decisions did to your life and. You can either just continue going that path, or you can rectify the the mistakes made. And it's okay for somebody who likes Dave Matthews Band. What a great use of Crash! Fuck off! <laughs> I love Dave Matthews Band. DMV You're, for life. Oh my god! Hey, can I get somebody who has taste to uh, to? <laughs> Why does do everyone this hate Dave Matthews Band? I legit don't get it. <laughs> They're not good. The, he's awesome. Ew. <laughs> He's awesome. He's so cool. I love Dave Matthews Band. I love it. Dave and Harry Styles Matthews Band. Dave Matthews and Harry Styles Band. 
2020, here we come. What uh, the fuck? Are they running for president as a band? Now they are. <laughs> Labor is really delightful. Um, but it's also it's also again very real, you know? A lot of real it's, movies dude, this year. It's so re- it just felt so fucking real. Like there were things There's I was a watching, little I was nugget, like, a little nugget of time that it just fits perfectly in and growing up in that time, I get it. 100%. Fucking shit, dude. The ending, the end the the probably the last 15 minutes is like the most like ups and downs. Of, like, emotions you'll feel. Like, I cried, and I was, like, super happy one moment, and then I was, like, crying again. And I was, like, mm. fucking A, this movie is just, like, stabbing me in the heart. And then, like, kissing me on the cheek, calling me a sweet boy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't think you watched the right movie, David. <laughs> I think there was, I think there was a stranger sitting behind you. <laughs> Kissing me on the cheek. <laughs> Just leaning over like, hey, can I get a little bit of popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> kissy kissy. What the fuck? Well, I mean, it was it was a really, it was weird because like I went to the movie theater and it said Lady Bird. But like it didn't feel like a real movie theater because it was just playing on like a little like little TV that was on like a, <laughs> a rolling cart. VCR. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, "Well, for for your viewing experience, we have to strap you down to this chair." And I was like, "That seems weird." And then like, he's like, "I guess really... I've never been to an IMAX, so I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> it was an IMAX, but spelled E Y E Max. And it was this guy named Max who was just sitting behind you, giving you a it, little smoochies. Well, the weird thing is he only had one eye, and he had a patch over the other, and I was like, what, what's going on here? Um, so, we we both have the same number one, I'm assuming. Or one of us doesn't have taste in movies. Oh. Oh. So, my number one Yay. is Power Rangers. <laughs> you see, here's the thing is, like, I wasn't expecting it's this the movie. mummy. Ha! Uh, this is a uh, fuck. I don't even know what that King Arthur movie was called. It was just King Arthur, Arthur Legend of the Sword. Yeah. Uh, no, Power Hell Rangers yeah. is pretty Richie, solid though. Like it really just like portrays high school life in the 21st century like so accurately. Um, where like it's cool to get detention and like you respond to bullies with violence and it's just like so accurate to what the world is and should be. No, keep talking. Uh, uh, plus, like, Brian Cranston and his little robot buddy. Really cool. Really cool. And clearly the correlation between... Sorry, that's the goof alarm. Goof alarm just went off. Turns out David was doing a goof, and the number one movie that we both have is actually... Blade Runner 2049. Uh, Directed beautifully by... By... Your Denis boy, Denis Villeneuve. Hell uh, yeah. Uh... Wonderful, wonderful this cinematography movie is such a, by Roger Deakins. My fuck. shit. Uh, okay, also, can we just talk about Roger Deakins' Oscar speech and how just cool the dude he seems? Like, I just want to, like... Hi, guys, it's me, Roger Deakins. I had a good time I, on the movie. I just want to grab, like, a uh, coffee with the dude. The thing. Just... I love making beautiful pictures and working with Denis Villeneuve. Love it so much. I'm like, <laughs> you know, that's the kind of thing working on a movie like Blade Runner. Is, what you are know, you even doing it, right now? it from uh, a movie people love already, and then you're taking it, and you're doing your thing with it, getting jiggy with it, and that's the thing you got <laughs> the a vibe in 
life. Got a vibe and move, really mega jazz with a light. And that's that's what we tried to do in this movie. Just kind of take it cool, take it cool. Um, peace. I don't think you were watching the Oscars. Left. <laughs> I don't think that was the Oscars. I think I got it verbatim. That's what he said. Did you also go to uh, the IMAX to what? watch Oscars Oscar? Yeah. It was a guy named Oscar. <laughs> he was accepting all the awards, and he just kept on, like, giving speeches and different accents. Hey, what's accents. up? It's me. Um, this is my, me accepting this award. My name's Jordan Peele, and this is what uh, I sound like. Oh, uh, no, okay, but, like, can we just talk about... Hey, it's me, uh, Gamma de Toro. It's me, Alison Janey, and that's my real voice. <laughs> um, Ryan Gosling is so fucking cool. <laughs> like, Right? Yeah. But can we actually talk about the real star of this movie? The dog. What? The dog. Batista. The bumblebee. Like, Batista's actually so solid in this fucking movie. Yeah, he is. Good like, start. He's, he's a great actor. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, out of all the like the wrestling actors, he's got some serious chops. You also got Princess Bride being cool as shit and, like, kind of scary. What? 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 His Princess boss, Bride? His boss was Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. It was, uh, what's his face? What? No, like Princess Bride. Like the girl. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Hello? Oh. Robin Wright? Are you... You cut the bit out. Um, no. Like, you also got, like Harrison Ford like caring and like acting again. Yeah. Like who knew he could do that? Right. Uh, this movie's just. <laughs> it's uh, this movie is is oddly enough one of those movies where it comes back and it does it better than the original. Yeah. I'm saying it now. Hot take. Blade Runner 2049 better than Blade Runner: The Final Cut. Uh. I mean, in this in this company, it's not really a hot take. Because <laughs> I agree with you. 100%. Shut the fuck up. Hot take. Hot take. Better than the original. Ah, ah too hot. That take yeah. was too hot. I toned it down. Um, I love this movie. I could watch this movie every single day for the rest of my life and possibly probably get bored of it within like four years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time before I get bored. Yeah, I, I've, I watched it a bunch. <laughs> I've seen it at least seven times now. Have you really? And it's like that's, a three-hour movie. <laughs> that's really cute. Uh, hey, this is another movie we saw together. Yeah. Hey. Hey, we should watch more movies together. Um, hey, do you want to see Isle of Dogs? I actually might see that tonight. <laughs> okay, I've already seen it, so. Have you really, you motherfucker? Sorry. Is it good? It's so good. Ah, okay, cool. Hey, sorry about that alarm being super loud. <laughs> It actually wasn't that loud on my end. Oh, it's very loud here. Uh, so that w- that's those are our favorite movies of the year. What did you think? What did you did we miss miss out some ones that you guys would have liked? Did, do you want to know what we thought of Loving Vincent? It's good. Um, any other movies we didn't mention that you thought were good? That's literally what I just said. <laughs> no, I was talking to you directly. Oh, hello. Uh. Oh, hello. Wait oh, hello. On Broadway. Uh, one movie. Okay, let's let's give shout one out more shout out Free Fire Ben Wheatley. You might fuck. Dean. 
off. God, you don't listen to Ethan's overhypedness of free fire. It'll ruin <laughs> the movie experience for you. Uh, should we just name movies that came out? No, I just want to name one more movie that I think uh, should get some attention. Uh, Columbus. Mm. It's a it's a really small movie. Uh, Faces Places. Last Man in Aleppo. Okay, oh, thank you, Mr. Oscar. Do- do- documentary nominations. Jane. Watch Jane. <laughs> Jane's super good. Um, why didn't Jane make my list? Why didn't any docs make my list? Shit. Shit, we gotta redo it. <laughs> we, gotta do, um, we gotta do it again. Well, that'll do it for us. Uh, make sure to uh, give us a follow on Twitter at FeatureCast. That's FTR underscore, ca- underscore cast. I love you guys. We're also on Instagram. Hey. Same same thing. Love you. We got a Facebook. Hey. We got a Facebook. You know we got a Facebook? Love you. We posted it on the Facebook. You can, you can follow us over there. Oh, give us a I like. Oh, we also got a YouTube. Thanks for uh, where, listening. Where it's just the same as this podcast, but you can watch it on YouTube if thanks, you want to do that. Thanks for listening. You can catch us on iTunes. Catch us on our website. Thanks for oh, listening. Hey, hey, oh, wait. You're listening to us on iTunes? Give us a give us a five-star rating if you think this thanks, was a five-star thanks podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, thanks, for, thanks. I gotta quit drinking before recording. Thanks, thanks um, for listening. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye.